Welcome to the Faith Broadcast. I'm so glad that you're watching today's message. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. I believe it'll encourage you, it'll strengthen you, and empower you to make Jesus famous in your everyday life. Enjoy today's message, and I'll see you at the end of the broadcast. There is a call upon your life. Another word for calls an invitation. God has invited you to do something wonderful with your life. But will you answer his call? We talked about a lot last week when we talked about the heroes of faith, Deborah and Barak. Will you answer God's call upon your life? And so I'm not going to do a lot of review because there's so much review. This is part six. There's so much review. And so I'm not going to read the reflection questions, but you'll see them in the notes. But for the sake of review, setting up what happens again is the end of Judges chapter 2 reveals the cyclical or even spiral nature of the book that they sin, they're oppressed, they repent, they deliver it, they have peace and prosperity, then they sin again, then they're oppressed, they repent, they're delivered, then they have peace and prosperity, then they sin again. It's a cycle. And one of the reasons why I call it a spiral because the scripture also says they got worse with every single generation. And so I gave you several reflection questions as I already mentioned. And one, one of the things I said a couple weeks ago and I mentioned again last week was that these judges that we've studied so far and we're going to study again tonight, these judges partnered with the Holy Spirit through their faith. The Hall of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11 lets us know that these judges we're studying are examples of faith and we can learn from them concerning how to use our faith. We also saw there's some things that we shouldn't do. And so let's go to, let's look at these notes a little bit more. And so remember, we are to learn, there are so many things to learn what to do and what not to do when it concerns them. What to do and what not to do. But one of the things we can learn from is their faith. And one of the things we understand is these judges partnered with the Holy Spirit through their faith. Although the Holy Spirit will land on them, they would still need to act. As the scripture says, one in the Old, once in the Old Testament and three times in the New Testament, the just shall live by faith. So faith is a lifestyle, not just a moment or a movement. It's a lifestyle that pleases God. And as we shared in our introduction to the series, we have to learn from the faith of the judges. The judges had faith that God empowered them to fulfill their assignment. When the Holy Spirit landed upon them, he anointed them for their assignment. One of the things we covered before we'll mention again tonight and we'll mention again when we get to Samson and Jephthah is that although the Holy Spirit anointed them, although the Holy Spirit landed upon them, that does not mean he approved their, all of the things that they did or their lifestyle or that they did everything right. Remember, we said that the Lord would raise up judges in response to the people's cry of repentance and because of his mercy and his compassion. That doesn't mean these judges did everything right. Now, one of the things we see the first group of judges from Othniel to Deborah and Barak, they did mostly right. We really don't see anything, you know, them and Ehud and a few others, Shamgar. We see really no faults in what they did. But when you get to Gideon and Jephthah and Samson, it's a different story altogether. Some had promising starts and horrible endings. But the things we learn, we can learn what to do and what not to do when we study these people's lives. You know, I've heard it said before that you can learn 
from anybody. You can even learn from a fool, even if it's learning what not to do. And so one of the things we can learn from these judges is how to use our faith, especially partnering with the Holy Spirit who is anointing us. And so we said a couple weeks ago that keys to daily operating under his anointing. Here are a few keys to daily operating under the anointing of the Spirit, which is his empowerment, his ability, his grace. We said number one, daily ask for his guidance. Number two, daily ask for his insight. Number three, daily ask for his help. Number four, acknowledge the anointing that's on your life. And number five, expect God results. Once again, these are all in the notes. I'm speeding through them. But also you can listen to this message again on our podcast as well as watch it again on our YouTube channel and on our Faith Plus app. We said, remember, God raised up the judges as a response to Israel's repentance, prayer, and because of his compassion. He raised up the judge by placing his spirit upon them. The judge was raised up by the anointing. In the same way, you're being raised up by the spirit of God, being raised up by the anointing to fulfill God's plan for your life. The Lord is raising you up to do something. And remember, as I emphasized again and again and again and again and again last week, it will be accomplished by the power of his spirit and your obedience to the spirit. What God is raising you up to do will be accomplished by the power of the spirit and your obedience to the spirit. So let's go to Judges chapter six. We'll start with verse one. And tonight we're talking about Gideon. He's one of the familiar judges to us. You know, Gideon is very familiar to most of us. Samson's very familiar. And so we're going to look a little bit at Gideon tonight. Judges chapter six, starting with verse one. Says then the children of Israel did evil on the side of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years, and the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel because of the Midianites. The children of Israel made for themselves the dens, the caves, and the strongholds which are in the mountains. So it was whenever Israel had sown, Midianites would come up. Also Amalekites and the people of the east would come up against them. Then they would encamp against them and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza. That's important. I'll tell you why in a moment and leave no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep, nor ox, nor donkey. For they will come up with their livestock and their tents, coming in as numerous as locusts, both they and their camels were without number. And they would enter the land to destroy it. So Israel was greatly impoverished. Remember before they're talking about greatly oppressed. Now it's even worse, they're not just greatly oppressed. Now they're also greatly impoverished. So this is even worse than the oppression that fell on part of the land in the previous generation. They were greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. So let's give a historical background. Who were the Midianites? The Midian, remember, Midian was a son of Abraham and Keturah. Remember that Abraham married Keturah after the death of Sarah. The Midianites were nomadic people and were merchants and traders. When Moses fled from Pharaoh, he fled to the land of Midian, where he married his wife. Moses' father-in-law was known as the priest of Midian. Nearly 80 years later, the elders of Midian hired Balaam to curse Israel. When that didn't work, they consulted with Balaam and learned how they could ensnare or trap Israel through sexual immorality and worshiping false gods. The Midianites were also allies of the Moabites. Now in Judges 6, they lead a confederacy of tribes from the east, and they are the oppressors of Israel in this chapter, in this story. Their oppression of Israel was so severe that the Israelites fled the open country and lived in the caves of the mountains. Gaza was west of the tribes of Israel. Remember we said it was one of the main five cities of the Philistines. This verse that we saw in Judges 6 lets you know that the Midianites swarmed the land. Why do I use the word swarm? Because it says they were so numerous, them and the Malachites and the tribes of the east were so numerous. They says they couldn't count them and they were like the locusts when locusts would swarm the land and eat up 